0: Hello, welcome, you're listening to Feed Play Love, a bite-sized parenting podcast, a place you can find advice, understanding and support as you care for your small humans. I'm Siobhan Hunt. Australia is currently engaged with a big conversation around consent. Australian of the Year Grace Tame has led the way, along with Brittany Higgins, both survivors of sexual assault. Everyone wants to know how we can change our culture so that women aren't afraid. Parents want their girls to be safe and their boys to grow up to be good men. Many believe that the pathway is to start young. Janine Sanders is an author who believes that we can teach our children about boundaries, consent and respect from an early age. Her latest book is called Let's Talk About Body Boundaries, Consent and Respect. Hi, Janine. How are you? Hi, Siobhan. Thank you so much for having me on today. It's a pleasure. Now, you've been doing this kind of work for a long time, and I'm just wondering if you've seen a shift in how people think about children and their ability to learn these concepts.
1: Oh, yes. Well, I did start this work in about 2010, and at that time, there was a lot of resistance. Um, I began because I had a conversation with my neighbour next door who who had been actually sexually abused as a child. So I thought, look, we could do so much more to teach our children to keep them safe and to teach them about consent. So I went along to my local kinder, my local school, and there seemed to be quite a bit of resistance. So I decided this was a great area to really start the conversation through uh, children's picture books. Now, in the last couple of years, I would say there's definitely been a shift, particularly with parents and this a younger generation of parents They are really invested in wanting to keep their kids safe. They're very invested in teaching them about consent. So I'm, I'm quite excited to see that shift. I just think we need to have more consent education in our schools because not all children will receive this education at home.
0: They can seem like quite sophisticated ideas, but I, I do like the way you explain body boundaries in this book. Can you talk us through that, that idea, like how you teach children that they have these boundaries? It really starts at the beginning.
1: When children um, are first born, we, we can model consent in our own homes. We can model that we have a body boundary. And as they get a little bit older too and they start to speak, we can actually talk about to children that they have an invisible body boundary. Sometimes we call it an invisible body bubble because they seem to like that as well. But you can stand with a child in a sort of um, a, super, a superhero pose and outline where their body boundary is. And this we can tell them this is actually their personal space. It belongs to them. It's their right over their own body. And um, you can tell them it's invisible and just because it's not there, just because it's invisible, it is, it still is there and people need to respect that body boundary. So um, children understand it very easily. Um, it, it's it's not a problem. And yeah, it just begins from there really, Siobhan.
0: And when it comes to consent, which is something we're all talking about at the moment, I can't help but feel this book seems to be teaching parents as well as children because (laughs) a lot of us grew up with the expectation on us that we would kiss and hug adults when they wanted us to. I don't ever remember being asked if I wanted a kiss or a cuddle. I remember being told. Um, I know that with my own children, I felt awkward um, saying, do you want to Kiss Nanny or Pop, or if they didn't want to, telling them they didn't have to. I actually found that difficult, even though I knew it was the right thing. Are you, in some respects, with these picture books that you do, um, teaching adults as well about consent and allowing our children to have that control?
1: Absolutely. <laughs> My books are often for children, but for parents as well, and that's why I always suggested parents read the book beforehand and read it with the child i always offer discussion questions so that they can unpack it with the child so yes there are some very clear messages in my books for parents as well and uh, families so really what it needs what needs to happen in a family is that it is difficult for grandparents it is difficult for aunties and uncles to understand that this child has the right to say no To kisses and hugs and maybe just give a high five or bump elbows or something else so as a family we need to also educate those around us that this is what we're doing with our child we're teaching them consent we're teaching them their rights we're teaching them to keep safe come along on this journey with us come on board you know it's going to be wonderful when you say can I have a hug to to the child and they go yes that would be lovely granny and you know, it's so much more rewarding than a child being forced to give um, an uncle or a granny a hug. When they give it willingly, it's it's a lovely thing. So we do need to have them on board and we need to educate them as well. And that's one other really important point is that um, when we shame children and say, oh, no, granny looks sad, go on, go on, give her a hug, this, this is not setting the child up very well for future conversations around sexual consent when they're a teenager and adult we don't want them ever feel like they're guilted
0: into giving affection so um, it has to be given given willingly and that's a really interesting point I think to hear as well as a parent because I I love cuddling my kids and <laughs> I love course. tickling them and I'm, I'm a very um, touchy-feely sort of person I guess but hearing that and and knowing that if you know they don't feel like a cuddle or if they want you to stop tickling them that you actually have to listen to them that that actually is sometimes more difficult than you'd expect as a parent because you're like hold on a minute I'm the Mm. one that you love more than anyone (laughs) can I do it but it as you mentioned it's it's a teaching ourselves and Allowing them to have that control and learn that control is theirs. Well, it's really not about the adult's
1: needs. It's about the child's rights, really. So I know that it can be really heartbreaking when they won't give you a cuddle because they're they're just a bit grumpy or whatever. But it is really about their right, not your needs. I have a child, I have three daughters, and um, one of my daughters is... That is not her love language. And I am, like you, very affectionate and cuddled. I love them. But that has never been her love language. It's been hard, but I have to respect that. And, you know, we do lots of other great things together. um, But that is just, you know, she has a body boundary and she really needs to um, only let people in when she wants to. And I I need to respect that, tough as it is. (laughs)
0: And teaching about boundaries, both your body boundaries and other boundaries, generally feels like a lesson in confidence. I don't know that I ever learned that myself, whether that is uh, physical or emotional boundaries. I feel like it's something I'm still learning as an adult. Being able to call out that something's not okay, you have to be quite confident, in yourself and what you're saying to do that, would you agree that that boundary setting is essentially about having the confidence to own that space?
1: Absolutely, and you know, as particularly women, we say sorry a lot, we say sorry all the time. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. you know, we're always like, Oh, it was my fault, I'm so sorry. You know, we, we have to stop saying that and teaching our daughters that we have to. St- Teach them to say, you know, actually, I am an empowered young woman or young man, but I have these rights. And look, one of the books I wrote some time ago called No Means No, it's a very simple book for young children, probably two to six. But it came from me when I was teaching um, a little prep class, and one of the girls was about five or six. And she was one of those little girls where all the boys seemed to want to touch her or be around her. And I said to her, you know, do do you want them to hold your hand do you want them to come inside your body batch and she's like no and i said well why don't you put your hand out and say no i don't want you to hold my hand she said i just can't i can't do it and i thought wow you know you're five or six and you can't do this now this is really you know this is very upsetting so that
0: is why i i wrote that particular book it's so interesting you say that. I was in line at Kmart the other day and when a little girl had a, she'd picked up um, a phone cover that was like a mirrored cover and she kept trying to put it in her brother's face. So she must have been about three and he was probably about five or six. And the mum was very kind and gentle and she took it out of her hand and she said, whatever her name is, she said, now we've talked about this. No means no. He wants you to stop. No means no. And she put it away and I thought, that's something, right? Mm. We're teaching all of our children to respect when someone says stop. And they are doing it in early learning a lot, aren't they? They stop. I don't like it. That's something that I'm I'm very conscious my children learned. Absolutely. Because it goes both ways. Like
1: we can say stop. I don't like that. But we also have to recognise and respect child on child when another child doesn't want to have them come inside their body boundary or play a game. And, look, it really helps with bullying too. You know, you can say, you know, you've come inside my body boundary. You can't do that. And so, you know, bullies will step inside and we need to... We need to, like you talked about, give children the confidence to say this is not okay. And if and if they find it really difficult and if they are intimidated, which can happen, the default is always to go to a trusted adult and tell them. And you're not, you know, we need to teach our children they're not tittle tats, they're just um, asserting their rights around their own
0: body and that's something we have to learn as well isn't it because again growing up it was always dobbers wear nappies and but when you think about it and you reflect on it why should a 5 year old have to deal with a situation that they feel uncomfortable with whether it's someone bullying them or anything else like they should feel confident in talking to an adult and having an adult help them negotiate tough situations. But I remember there's a very ingrained in me is the desire for my children not to tell on other kids because that's how I grew up. But then I'm like, well, I don't want them to deal with that on their own. No. And you think about that as
1: it comes into teenagerhood and adulthood, you know, you feel like if we are taught that, well, you don't tell and you don't tittle-tat, you, you work it out for yourself, you know, that has dire consequences, particularly around assault. So, yeah, it's 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 not tittle-tatting. It's just asserting your rights.
0: Now, the other um, element in this book that you teach um, kids about is respect. This, to me, is um, is, again, one of those concepts that I feel quite challenging to talk to kids about, how do you explain respect?
1: I've put in in my particular book a lot of sort of scenarios that children would relate to. And also, for example, you know, slides and playground equip- equipment. You can't just push a child, another child out of the way. You have to say, you know, um, I'll wait my turn. And that's all about Uh, respect and also respecting that sometimes people don't always want to play with you sadly that you know that um, you might want them to play one particular game and they want to play another one so you've got to respect their choice that they don't want to play that game with you Um, yeah it it is tricky particularly when they're young it's a um, you know two or three but as they get older that idea of respect becomes more consolidated I believe particularly in the playground and that's why teachers need to be teaching this kind of education as well because it comes into
0: respect for relationships later. And it does feel a lot like with these lessons and our children it's the long game we're playing isn't it so you can't expect them to necessarily get it straight away but if you Take small steps, and you keep reinforcing those sorts of ideas of um, body boundaries, consent, and respect. That eventually it will land somewhere, and you want it to land before they get into those teenage years, don't you? Yeah.
1: I, absolutely. And I think as as parents and teachers, we need to model respect as well in our relationships. So, you know, um, we just don't you know take our husband's cup of tea. <laughs> we say, <laughs> you know, um, oh can I have, you know, a, a glass of water or can I have some of your cup of tea or something? We just have to model that as well as they're growing up. And and also, you know, being able to teach children to look another child in the eye when they're talking with them. Um, there's some lovely work being done with teachers where they might read a particular story and the kids sit in a sort of what we call a circle time. And this is teaching children to respect the voice of others so they might give an an opinion like for example like how do you think that uh, child felt in that story and the other child listens to one child saying what they they say and then they might go well actually I disagree with you but in a really respectful manner and I think that that's a lovely a lovely thing that's happening in schools because I think that's been lost a little bit, to be able to listen to another person's voice respectfully and understand their opinion and then offer yours in a respectful way as
0: well. So it comes into all areas of life, doesn't it? Yeah, I think we are going to have to go back to primary school. (laughs) Janine, Janine, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much. That's Janine Sanders. She's the author of Let's Talk About Body Boundaries, Consent and Respect, and you'll find links to the book in the notes of this episode. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. I'd love to hear from you, so if you'd like to get in touch, email me at feedplaylove at See you next time.